This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Good morning, Izzy Kempi for breakfast. S-C-N-Z. Welcome into our show on Thursday morning. We appreciate you all tuning in throughout the day and hopefully we'll do our best to cover off all how's the daddy da- how's daddy day topics. week going brother <laughs> <laughs> i can tell what? i can tell you can tell it's been good it's been great it's been great for you it has been great yeah uh, i yeah text you growing uh, a beard no, no i just haven't had a shave yet Kempi. um oh it's full noise but it's been quite good i haven't had an opportunity at all, really, to spend a little bit of time with the kids by myself, and just been flat out. It's been good. It's been flat out, but it's been, I don't know, heartwarming. Really, it's, yeah. it's been enjoyable, and um, you know, just just spending a bit of time in, in Auckland, being able to get them up in the big bright lights. Do you remember when you were a kid? Like school holidays were like the best time. You're coming up to school holidays. Well, mate. Probably for me, because I used to hate school. Um, <laughs> you used to always know that school holidays were coming up because you were always going away on a trip. Mm. You know, like your old man throw you in the car with a with a trailer and the and the snorkel and goggle. You go diving up north, all, you know, for the whole two weeks and um, build memories, man. That's, yeah. that's what it's all about, eh? That's what it's about. Can't What's your be... best memory? What's your best memory uh, as a kid? Look, uh, in the holidays, um, you know, because mum and dad worked. And so it was It was just making our own memories. Mm. I remember going down the river, making hearts, and then just spending the whole day down there, and then, you know, going back and sleeping down at the river with the brothers for the night, and then getting skied, and then running home. <laughs> have <laughs> I ever told you that story where I got caught for swimming? Have I ever told you that one? No. I got the story. I got the story. I start off with one. Anyway, this is about holidays. And um, the same thing, my, my mum and dad were at work, and I decided we'd go and swimming. Mm. You know, so all the kids are going swimming. You stand on this water hole up in Onarahi. You know, you got to go, if you think about it, you walk down this hill, it's the end of a cul-de-sac, and you walk into the bush. And when you go through the bush, and then those big um, conduits that go through the air across ravines, and they've got, like, wire up it so you can't climb on it. With So you walk across that, mm. get, get over these two things, get across that, go down. Through the bush into this beautiful water hole, you get down there, and there's about 20 kids there all day, all day. Forgot about the parents, you know. <laughs> and I get, I'm going right, it's afternoon, you get home, and I'm walking up the road. And my auntie goes past in the car, she goes, Oh boy, yeah, you're, you're in trouble. trouble. <laughs> my hair was wet because I used to have long hair right down to the back of my back, down, down my back to my bum, and was wet and I'm singing songs and Lucy goes, Woohoo boy, you wait till your dad sees you like that. Mate, I was six. Hey. 
I was <laughs> you six. six. Gone all day. Oh, man. That's what it used to be like. That's what it used to be like, Kemper. You did right. You did right. Like um, these days, you wouldn't allow your kids to go anywhere without <laughs> you. Wouldn't you let them go to the dairy. Without you having any eyesight on them. But I remember exactly the same. We were all kids and we were in Fraser Um That's where we used to live. And my brothers and, and myself were like, should we go to the should we go to the river, Fraser River? Because there was a big swing there. Mm. And you swing across the river and you jump in and... The tough thing was, was the, uh, the the swing was on the other side of the river, and I think I was seven. I think I was seven or eight. Yeah, something like that. My brother swimming lessons too, eh? No, nah, I never swam ever. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we get to the river, and my brothers, you know, sad guys, you stay here, you stay here, and we're gonna go over and, and have a swing and, and blah blah. And I was like, oh please, 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 no, 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 you stay here, you stay here. Anyway, they go swimming across the river. Then apparently my brother looks behind me and I'm in there bobbling in the water going bop, 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 bop. and he's like what the heck so he comes and grabs me puts me on his back and we just make it and we just make it we get to the other side and he reckons he was on the bottom of the river just you know how you watch the videos of people running and I'm on his shoulders like happy ears I've got the ear up top and he's underneath going just holding his breath <laughs> and we get across and we swing all day and then all of a sudden we've got to get back um, but those are the days Kempi when you go to the river and you just abs- cause absolute chaos you tell no one what you're doing and uh, you put a bit of heartache and stress into your parents but uh, these days there's none of that and the kids haven't done that at all just a little bit of answering back you know Tilly yeah um, you know come dad come dad no Come, Dad, get <laughs> yeah. over here, Dad. Like, just really bossing me around. But yeah, um, good on you. Been creating cool memories, Kimpy. It's been awesome. What was the highlight? Well, today I'm going to take them up to Sky Tower. Nice. Going to take them up yep. to Sky you Tower. You said that yesterday. Yep. Yeah. So take them up. We've driven past a few times. I'm like, oh, that's high. I said, yeah, should we go up and jump off? And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> so we're just going to do that, do the family things, and it's, um, it's been a cool week. Really, yeah. really enjoyed it. And That's now it's awesome. great having you back in the studio. Back in, back in the, back in the of hot seat. Because i you, mate. And oh, let's be honest, are you on dial-up up in Kitty Kitty? Yeah, it's too... Mate, how bad was that in the last <laughs> hour yesterday? Seriously. <laughs> I, I said that to Jay driving back. I went, ooh, the last hour wasn't too good. <laughs> I said I was kept chopping into them and, you know, all of a sudden it's, you know, turned my screen off and Kez turned my, turned my voice off. Um well, it's it, it's a little bit shaky in Kitty Kitty mm. eh, kids. Like at six o'clock, it was perfect for two hours, and then you know what happens in Kitty Kitty. Everyone gets up, mm. and everyone's on the internet. And you know, Elon Musk. I eh? think they only got I only think they got internet last year up there. So, <laughs> so it's pretty chocker. So when you log in, it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 dial up. Yeah. Ah, all right. We'll sort that out, Kempi. But double eight double three oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven is the phone line if you want to have your say. Throughout the morning, we have Nigel Walsh, the South Canterbury head coach. He's coming on after 7 o'clock. we got Laura McGoldrick because the ODI World Cup taking place in India tonight. The Black Caps take on England at around 9.30. So we'll have a catch-up about that. And we've got Chris Marsoy, uh, the former loose forward for the All Blacks. He's played, over, he's played over in France. He's played here in New Zealand. The great Chris Marsoy. Would you, would you say he's a Tarawaki boy? Yeah, nah. Nah, he is, because his wife, um, obviously his, his wife's Married family. Married the mayor's daughter. The mayor's daughter, they own the Devon Hotel and, and everything like that, so he's done well. He's done well. But yesterday it was funny, I was driving after work and I was sitting at the lights and then all I heard was this, Ooh! I'm like, oh, I look over, it's Chris Marsoy <laughs> next to me at the lights. And uh, so what do I do? Get him on our show. There you go. <laughs> Just getting him on, he's going to come on and talk uh, all backs, talk about what he's up to. Post career, uh, get an understanding of of what he's getting himself into. So that is a big show throughout the day. But 
keys. We're gonna start with this. Round one, fight. Yeah, boys, triple threat. Good morning. Uh, overnight, well, not overnight, sorry. Yesterday, unfortunately, we lost a Kiwi sporting legend, one of the truly great ones, and, and can't say that with you know a, enough respect towards the great man. I am talking about Jason Wynyard. Unfortunately, uh, he's got diagnosed last year with Burkitt lymphoma, an aggressive form of cancer, and unfortunately, at the age of 49, way too young, Jason Wynyard has passed away, the nine-time world champion. Mm. I know uh, he's he's impacted all of us, boys. We know um, we've had Jason on the station uh, quite a few times over the uh, two and a half years that we've been around in existence. And, yeah, just, just can't say enough good things about him, boys. Yeah, moi mai rā, e te rangatira o Jason Wynyard. Um, yeah, mate, I, I got to meet Jason at a Māori Sports Awards once and, and just such a humble man. Um, and I think, you know, when you look at the context of how many world championships he won, he was he was great on the world stage. Mm. Um, but right up until he passed away, just the humility that the man had um, and just dealing with such a such a, a tragic diagnosis. Um, there's a lot of lot of people today. I I saw that news come out yesterday. It was uh, I took a time a moment, um, you know, just to to spend some time thinking about Jason. And I uh, just send out all our, our love and aroha to the Fano, the Fano Pani, um, who are dealing with uh, Jason Jason at the moment. And um, I'm pretty sure every one of us have got great memories of that man and live long and inside our inside our thoughts. And I want to talk about those memories, Kempi. Like, rest in peace, Jason, and thank you for your service. He was uh, recognised in 27 for the New Zealand Order of Merit and uh, 265 career titles as well. So he's he's very successful in his chosen sport and uh, obviously a real whānau man. His, his partner Sharon, his tamariki, his kids. Um, Ty obviously playing for, for New Zealand basketball, doing great things in the basketball world. Um, but the memories is, is what I want to hold because I remember... Always, when I used to go to the AMP show, and when you go to the AMP show, as a young kid, what is the first thing you see? You see the wood chopping. Yeah. You see the axes, the chainsaws, and you just stand there in awe of the appreciation for what these athletes do. And um, I will never forget those memories. I never personally got to meet Jason, um, but I was a huge admirer for for what he was able to do, and and just as a young kid. Thank you for, for the memories that uh, you created, particularly around the country at all these shows and uh, standing there, this young little Izzy, watching uh, you and your, your fellow fellow athletes go at it. And uh, it was a, a pretty special time and unique time. And I just want to talk about that because I always love going to the AMP show and every other kid will probably be, I want a hot dog, I want to go jump on the Super Loop or go jump on all the major attractions. But for me... Just used to go stand there for hours and uh, watch it unfold. So Jason Winyard and all his whānau, uh, we we salute you and thank you so much for for your service and uh, love and aroha and strength to all his extended members. Rest in peace, brother. Mm, I don't Round know. two. Is there something else? 
Anything else I can help with? Uh, yes, Siri, you can help me with triple threat round two. Dagger, laptop, mute, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, moi mai ra, Jason. Uh, a true sporting great. Will will go down as, as one of our greatest athletes of all time. You mentioned there, uh, Dagger, he's, he's won more titles. Than, you know, I've had days on the planet Earth. He's just an insane athlete, and, and we'll all appreciate what he's done for not only the country, but... Uh, all around the world in the wood chopping world. Right, boys, the, the Kiwi squad came out yesterday. Kempe, uh, I know, Jeepers, if, if today was an off-the-back fence, we might have to have a three-hour special. Uh, there's so much to dive into uh, with this team. But just starting with you, Kempe, initial thoughts on the Kiwi squad for the Pacific Championship. And do you want to read it out for the listeners as yeah, well? Yeah, look, I'll, I'll read out the team first. It's uh, Nelson Osifa, Solomon, Dylan Brown. It's all, all in alphabetical order. Obviously, Faumonu Brown. Um, I'll... I'll say the name where they where they are to a a kids because a few of these people probably don't know who these kids are. So Nelson Osefa Solomon from the Storm, Dylan Brown from the Eels, Fomonu Brown played hooker at Canterbury now with the Knights, James Fisher Harris obviously the Penrith uh, number eight, Kieran Foran from the Titans, Wudamu Greg from the Eels is on debut, uh, Jerome Hughes from the Storm, Jermaine Osako from the Dolphins, Keanu Kinney I know his father from the Titans, um, young kid from Auckland, Moses Liotta from Panthers. Danny Levi from the Raiders hasn't played all year. Joseph Manu from the Roosters. Ronaldo Molitalo from the Sharks. Griffin Neem, the big redhead from the West Coast up at the Cowboys. Chancellor Cockstar from the Warriors. Britton Nakota from the Sharks on the edge. Zaya Papali, ex-Warriors of the West Tigers. Joseph Tarpane from the Raiders, a great player. Leo Thompson, the front row from the Knights. Matthew Tamuko, the centre from the Raiders. And Nafuhu White from the Roosters on the edge. My initial thoughts, kids, when I saw it, wow. You know, where's Jordan Riki? Um, was probably on the edges. Uh, I, you know, I had Britton Nakura uh, down as one of the edge back rowers. Um, I still don't know whether or not James Fisher-Harris or Moses Liotta have done their medical after the, the final yet. Um, I was really surprised that Joseph Manu was actually um, coming to play after the season that he's had. And seven deputants. Uh, I'd say that I say that by the time the Pacific Cups are comes around they all would have played mm. because um, you know you've got no uh, the one the one thing this team is lacking is experience no Bromwich brothers uh, you know that's which is a big one one of them is obviously the captain uh, you've got a, a couple of other players that are obviously out Jared Warrior Hargraves because of suspension no Sean uh, Johnson and the big big loss and where the game is probably going to be won and lost is at hooker. Mm. So Fomonu Brown, Danny Levi, and they they they're throwing Kieran Foran in the hooker. He ain't a hooker, okay. So they're throwing De- uh, Kieran Foran's name into the hooky role. When you're throwing Kieran Foran's name in the hooking role, desperation, mm. absolute desperation. So so, so Kempe, you, you I get a sense this is going to be a difficult Pacific Championship. I, I'm picking that it's going to be difficult. I think the first 13, if that remains a 13, I'm I'm picking that it's not going to remain the 13 because mm. over the next probably two days, um, I mean, even next week we'll have players that possibly would pull out. Uh, when it comes down to it, when you look at Samoa, Tonga and what Australian, you've already had Nathan Cleary pull out this morning from the Australian side. Um, I think the shape of our team, like we're right back in the pack, mm. you know, where we were... Above the pack, no Sean Johnson, no Brandon Smith, um, and they're probably two of the two that should be there. Uh, Jerome Hughes, does he play? He's been playing busted um, all year, so mate, they lose they lose Jerome Hughes. So you think there's going to be a bit of shuffling there? I still think there's mm. going to be some shuffling. Yeah. So uh, surprise kids, that's that's what I can say. But 
surprised. I'm surprised on the team, not surprised at what's going on. Yeah, and, the, and the other thing, I just want to make this point. Kids didn't know who they were. Yes. Now, now, the branding Same. is terrible. Like, mm. you know, the Kiwi's job is to, you know, when I was a kid, I knew every Kiwi that was coming through and was going to be in the team. Now, and so did the whole of New Zealand. But now you've got people out there. Double eight, double three. Let us know if you know Keanu Kinney, okay? Um, or the likes of uh, Nafahu White, if you've heard those names, if they were ever in your consideration to be in the Kiwi team. That's double eight, double three on a tip of bed post six machine. Exactly what I was thinking. Kiss like um there's a few names, no disrespect, but there's a few names in there. I'm like, oh, okay. Where have these guys come from? But yeah, it was so I know it'll be confusing. If it's confusing for me, it's confusing for many out there. For for people like you and I, Daggy, you know, who we we obviously know a good bit about the NRL, mm. otherwise Jeeps we wouldn't be able to work mm. here. But for someone like me who who is across rugby union, who's across football, who's across yep. basketball, who's across rugby league, I try my absolute best to stay up to date with who these players are. But but is he putting it in a all black sense. Could you ever see a world where, you know, end of end of year tour, you have Richie pulling out, you have Dan excusing himself from duty, you have all of these stars and, and we have a world where we allow, you know, this this New Zealand A almost team to go over and, and, and play as the All Blacks. So, like, uh, for me, the problem that I've had with rugby league is that the international game needs more of a stand. I mean, this is the pride. This is, you know, yeah, this it doesn't. is what, for, for us, this mm. is our, you know, any time that we can put the Kiwis jersey on, that is our origin. You know, that is where we, we go out and leave it out there. But is it concerning to you, Izzy, that... You know, it's almost becoming a bit of the USA basketball team where, you know, it's the we're one of the best countries in the world, but we're just not selecting the best players. I think you nailed it right there, um, Kez. Like, it's, I, I remember the days when the when the Kiwis would play and you just stay up all night and watch the Kiwis. You knew exactly every player that was running out and then you go to it now, it just shows that International Rugby League isn't priorities isn't prioritised by these players. You know, you got Nathan Cleary, he's going to go and get his, his body right, and he's had a big couple of years. you got Sean Johnson, who had his probably best year he's had ever, and he's thinking, oh, I want to rest, I want to chill out. Like, there was no chance. If I had a huge, you know, like, I can't, you're never going to compare, but played all year for, for Super Rugby, it's probably not the, the physicality of, of the around and long, long, but then you throw in an international series in the middle, and then you throw on a rugby championship towards the end, and then you go on an end of your tour. That's 13 months. But I would never, ever sacrifice May, playing could, for my national country <laughs> you'd for anything. You'd sacrifice Crusaders first, right, before, before yeah, the like All I, I, that's my, that's my, that's the, the ultimate for me. I know, I know we're dragging this one out, Kez, but I think it's very important. We never used to get a phone call. Mm. You know what? At the, at the end of the year when the tours were coming around, you sat by the TV and the radio mm. and you were going, they're going to name the team. I hope my name comes out. There was no way, mate, if you're busted, mm. like just read my name out, man, I'm going to get through it because I wanted to wear that black jersey. That's gone. But for me, and that's the mo that's the biggest tragedy about this is that the mana in the jersey is actually gone. And we've got to be really careful. That's sad, Kim. The Pacific Cup. The specific is, mm. is is needed, but we haven't done the work to make sure that the black jersey is protected. No. And and, and with Samoa, like Dallin Martini Zaleznak's a prime example. He ain't the first. Mm. You know, you look, Jason Tomalolo and Fanua Blake led that for Tonga, but now he's going, well, Kiwi jersey, sorry, man, I'm going back to Tonga. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. I, I can understand players needing and rest. And he was a Kiwi captain. And wanting rest, Kimpy, but... When you're, you're, you're leading the conversations and, and saying, like, oh, I just want to chill out now and have a relax, and 
saying, oh, that jersey's not important, important to me. I just, yeah, I can't understand it. It's, it's, it's crazy for me when you think that's the ultimate prize, particularly in rugby, um, that these players don't really prioritise it. So I think the international game of rugby league needs a real makeover. Kempi, I know you've been vocal on that topic, um, but hey, this is the squad, and there's seven names I don't even know, I've never even heard of, like Wooden McGreg. I probably you probably know him, but I've never heard of him. Um, you know, Mafu White. Yeah, so look, this is their time to shine, and everyone's going to get an opportunity, and hopefully they can be successful against uh, Samoa and Australia. Time will tell. Kempe will continue this conversation on. Keep those messages coming through. Double eight, double three. There's a couple there. We'll get to them after this, and we've also got our final triple threat. There's plenty coming up. Coming up. And remember, it is Kempe's Kicker Day. Hey, if you want to be a part of the kicker, Come on, let's get if your name's today. not Cam from Cambridge, you can have a chance. Because Cam from Cambridge, don't ever send that multi again. Ah, <laughs> uh, listening, Nazi and Kimpy for breakfast, thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.